Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Swipe Up, episode 210. This is a show where I share my opinions on current events. Trigger warning! Trigger warning! I want to start every episode with a trigger warning for all of the conservatives, the libertarians, the fascists, the Christian nationalists, the white supremacists, and the Second Amendment worshipers. This is a trigger warning going out to you to spare your fragile, fragile egos Because I know so many of you watch my content and then you comment and you cry in my comments about how I upset you. So this is a warning going out to you, a trigger warning for the snowflakes that may be watching, that may be listening. This is a trigger warning for the fragile snowflakes that just sometimes get all riled up. They get their panties in a tizzy watching my stuff, and having to cry endlessly in my comments. So with that said, you have been warned. Let's get into this week's story, starting off with, of course, Elon Musk, the guy who's planning on buying Twitter and then making excuses why he can't, but then because of the contract he signed, he can't pull out. So now he's kind of forced to buy Twitter. And now he's saying... That he, when, if he buys Twitter, if it goes through, it kind of seems like he's forcing, he's forced to. Who knows where he's getting the money from, considering he's been pretty pro-Putin. Pretty pro-Putin. You know, he's been on the side of Putin recently. He stops, you know, pretending to pay for Starlink for, for, uh, for uh, Ukraine. Not that he was paying for it anyway. Uh... And saying many other things that seem to be on the side of Putin. Maybe he's uh, getting some money from good old Russia to pay for this, to fund this. But his plans, Elon Musk's plans, are to lay off three quarters of the employees that work for Twitter. Now, I don't know any business ever that would be improved by laying off three quarter, 75% of the employees. And what I'm noticing currently on Twitter, a trend I've noticed and seen kind of similar things mentioned by other people, but what I've specifically noticed is that my timeline is pretty regularly flooded with tweets from popular conservative accounts that I do not follow. I am for some reason being shown tweets from accounts I don't follow that all seem to be conservative. So I've spent a lot of time on Twitter just blocking accounts. I mean, in every social media platform that I am involved with when there are people like the snowflakes that I had to give the trigger warning for in order to make sure they don't cry in my comments, I regularly block people. If you make yourself known as somebody that supports fascism on any level, white supremacy, 
just conservative Christian nationalism. There's so many different aspects of the toxic side of our society that I will effortlessly block. So when I see those tweets show up on my timeline, I have to block them because I don't want them showing up, right? I'm not going to go on their, their post and cry about it like the snowflakes do in my content. They will make sure to make a point to tell me how stupid I am or how my opinion is wrong. I mean, even in this very specific post that I'm talking about, about Elon Musk laying off 75%, there were, this is probably the most popular thing I've done on Instagram in my entire career on Instagram, are people commenting on my opinion of this about how it feels like he is gift wrapping Twitter for Russia, right? Because he's not spending his own money to buy this. He doesn't actually, all of his money is tied up in stocks for SpaceX and Tesla and all of his things. He's not like liquid with his money. His billion dollars isn't just waiting for him in some giant safe that he can dive off of a diving board and swim in like Scrooge McDuck. So he's borrowing money from people to make this purchase, right? And then he will owe those people money. And considering the fact that he has been pretty pro-Putin recently, maybe he's getting some of that money from Russia. Maybe he's getting some of that money from China. I don't know all of the countries that are in support of Russia, but... I would imagine that would make sense considering his strong opinions that he's had recently. And when you let 75% of your business go, there's going to be a lot of quality assurance problems, right? Imagine letting, imagine if he fired 75% of Tesla. I wouldn't want to drive a Tesla, right? There's a reason those people were employed and now they're all gone. So like 25% is going to somehow magically do three times the work. Four times the work. I don't think so. I don't think so. It feels like it's... There's a reason why he's paying $44 billion for it. And it's not to be a successful social media account. It's probably to sell everybody's data to the highest bidder whoever is willing to give him the money so i know there's been some articles out there which i have not read but i've seen people's responses to these articles and their responses tend to be you should probably consider moving your audience off of twitter moving your information your sensitive information off of twitter doing all of those things before he purchases the company because that's what it seems like he's going to be forced to do since he was unsuccessful at pulling out of not only this business deal but also clearly unsuccessful at pulling out of his sexual encounters as well being the father of so many illegitimate children elon musk is absolutely horrible at pulling out of things so he seems to have not been able to pull out of this deal like he wanted to and he's going to be forced and it seems like that money is coming from somewhere 
and it doesn't seem like this is a company that's going to be valued as a functioning business it's probably going to be valued as something much different and it's so crazy the elon musk simps that are like oh he's rich so he must know or the people that are like good that's what he wants he's buying he's spending 44 billion dollars on twitter to to destroy it which doesn't make any sense whatsoever <laughs> like he's supposed to be a smart guy at least that's what all of his simps think that he's like because he's rich he must be a genius right they just buy that that term not that he's ever done anything actually good for society like he can he could effortlessly the money he's spending on twitter right which so many people seem to hate and are fine with it d being destroyed he could use a fraction of that money to alter the lives of every single american for the better right he could he could really do good things right but he wants to spend his energy and money on buying a social media platform that so many people that support him don't like anyway or think that he's going to magically turn it into something that's good twitter is just kind of fine where it is aside from the fact that i'm being flooded with tweets from accounts that i never followed and are clearly opinions that are not even related to the the accounts that i do follow so it's not even like recommending me pertinent information or accounts like oh you're into art and podcasting and movies here's this christian nationalist post you might like makes no sense so elon musk laying off 75 percent of people it's not going to be good it's not going to be good so as i've been warned i will pass it on to those who if you care maybe think about an exit strategy make sure you're you, you know who know i've been on twitter for man 14 years i think that's a lot of stuff on there but i don't i don't know if i have any real definitely some some like hot takes over the years that's for sure there's probably a lot of things that i would disagree with me saying today i've definitely evolved as a person over those 14 years so somebody digging up a 10 year old tweet i would probably not have the same support for what i had my opinion back then you know maybe an episode of this show i would have had a different opinion because i grow and i change anybody that has the exact same opinion for their entire life is somebody that's shown they, they don't grow they don't learn they don't change uh but i think i've grown in a good place i care about people i don't i don't value businesses or billionaires i don't value wealthy people as if they are better in some way and i don't i don't put blame on people who are poor and struggling with the label that they're lazy i hate that i absolutely hate that that people who are poor are labeled as lazy like people that say the majority of the country is lazy is ridiculous it is ridiculous the majority of people who are lazy are those in management positions and leadership positions people who are struggling to pay bills are working their asses off it's just the system is rigged against them
rigged against them. Socialism exists for the billionaires and millionaires and corporations. They get free government handouts constantly. And the everyday person is demonized for accepting just pennies. And we see that also with what's happening with the student loan forgiveness thing. Anyway, uh, Elon Musk, horrible person. Twitter going down. Think about your exit strategy. Just give me an example of a company that laid off 75% of their employees and it was a good thing. That like made it a better company somehow. Don't think there's an example of that. Let's take a little break from the show to promote. If you sign up for Inspired Disorder Plus for one year specifically, you get a free painting. So a year subscription of Inspired Disorder Plus is $50. The painting, the majority of them are $100. So it's $150 value signing up for one year of Inspired Disorder Plus. So not only do you get a free painting, but you also are subscribed to Plus for a year, which means that you can binge this show, the Ray Taylor Show, ad-free, the full week, ad-free available on on Monday. You also get discounts that are members-only pricing type of deals. All of the podcasts that I've produced in the past, close to 20 different podcasts, I've produced hundreds of episodes. There's also my personal blog. You can ask me anything if you want to start podcasting or get into art. All of that stuff available in addition to a free painting when you sign up to one year subscription of Inspired Disorder Plus. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. And now let's get back to the show. Let's move on, shall we, to another business decision, which there's been rumors of Netflix to charge users for password sharing in by next year, 2023. Uh, they just released their ad-supported price reduction structure, whatever, subscription plan. So if you want to pay less for a Netflix subscription, you, they have an ad-supported one, which is similar to I personally have the ad-supported subscription of Peacock, right? I, there was a deal, $20 for the year, great deal. Peacock, I love Parks and Rec, I love The Office. Yeah, I will pay $20 for the year to have ex access to all of those episodes. And then there's good movies, like this week I watched uh, Halloween Ends, which may be not the best example but a good movie vengeance is on there good movie they have good movies that that come on there too and what i like is that the ads for movies play before the movie starts so the movie is not interrupted by ads tv shows ads are inserted as normal tv shows would have but for 20 bucks a month that's or a year that's cheap so netflix came out with their ad model for reduced price haven't heard how that's structured. I know uh, HBO Max, their ad-based plan is not like Peacock, where, from what I've heard, HBO Max will put ads in movies, like every hour or something there's an ad, or there's a certain amount of time uh, you will be watching, like a minute of ads for every hour of content or something like that. I don't, I don't know the breakdown of it. And I'm not specifically sure if that means it interrupts movies, but not a fan of that. Uh, even though I love Tubi, they have a lot of crazy assortments of movies, some fringe, some lesser-known oddball films, also some great films. They put ads in there. I'm fine with that. It's a free service. I'm not paying for Tubi. I'm okay with an ad being playing 
for a free movie I'm watching, that's fine. But if you're paying for a service and you're watching a movie, to have a movie interrupted with ads is a bummer. Um, but this is another thing which they've tested out in another country. I forget where. But uh, the password sharing, which seems like an attack on families. Because there's a lot of families that share passwords. There's definitely friends that share passwords. I'm sure there's roommates that share passwords. And it seems like the way this is going to shake out is that people who are on, that are living in the same home can use a password. But if you are connecting through a different IP address, right? If you're logging in from a different location, let's say, which I don't know how that would work if like you're a student or you go to work and you watch Netflix on your break. I don't know how that works, but you will have to pay an additional charge, which in this case is saying $3 a month to add additional people to your account. Let me read this. Starting next year, Netflix will allow members to, members to add friends or family who don't live with them. Uh, to their accounts, but for a fee, right? So they don't live with them, which, you know, which I would imagine is tied to the fact that you're all on the same IP address. But then, like, if you were to access your account, like if you're going out of town and you're in a motel and you log into your Netflix account, does that mean you can't do that now because you're not at home? Are they going to be like, oh, you got to pay us a $3 fee? See, I don't know how that works. Or maybe when you sign up, all of your devices, when you initially sign up, have to... I don't know how it's going to work out. Uh, for fee, the move seems similar as to what the streaming giant has been testing in Latin America. So there you go. Uh, which lets viewers watch Netflix uh, in one designated home, but subscribers have to pay an additional $3 for each new home using the account uh it's unclear when exactly this will go into effect uh for users i mean that's not horrible right like i know people who have like sh they're f still family accounts but they live in different places so an extra three bucks assuming you're i mean that's cheaper than a whole new account so it's not horrible but it'll be interesting to see the specifics on how that all works out. But kind of a bummer. I mean, like, with these shows, once they plateau with subscribers where it's like they can't sign any more subscribers up, then the only way for these public companies to start making more revenue are to increase the prices, right? Which is like something Disney does constantly disney's constantly raising prices on everything every disney product the price changes up trends upward constantly whether it's to their amusement parks their streaming services their pay-per-view costs for sporting events everything is constantly they're constantly squeezing every penny out of their customers right disney and gas companies probably the worst price gougers in American capitalism. Uh, so, you know, they're going to have to do this. 
You know, they they add the ad based lower cost service in order to gain more subscribers, you know, entice them with a lower priced plan. That's going to help raise their numbers. Maybe they get a hit show where people subscribe. You know, they get another they get another like uh, Stranger Things or something like that. I mean, they have good shows. They have good movies. I like the stuff they put out. They put out a ton of stuff that I don't ever watch. It's impossible to watch everything that they put out. But I don't know. I don't know. It's It seems like it's just going to keep going up, and it's kind of ridiculous. And there's so many, so much competition, too. So it's like, I don't know. You know, Netflix is still one of the premium ones. HBO Max, great stuff, great shows, great movies. I'm actually really surprised with Peacock. A great deal, $20 for the year. I mean, I think... Netflix is probably up to $20 a month. I am on somebody else's family plan. I'm on my roommate's family plan for most streaming services. So I I would assume that wouldn't apply to me, this change. But anyway, let's move on. You may have seen the video of the daycare employees putting on a Halloween mask and scaring the absolute shit out of the kids in the daycare. Uh, Well, this five daycare workers were charged with child abuse after a video of them terrifying children with a horror mask went viral. Uh, I forget where this was. But, yeah, it's like, don't get me wrong. On one hand, it is hilarious to scare the shit out of kids, right? It's funny. But, like, there's always a line there's always a line, and especially if you're, like, strange, if you're not, like, the parents of the kid, you're not a family member of the kid, you know, you are somebody who is, like, a part-time addition to that kid's life, right? They already feel unsafe on some level because they're not with their parents, they're not around their family, they put their trust into these kind of strangers that they barely even know. And all of a sudden, these strangers allow monsters in there to terrify them and scare them. Ugh, like, there's definitely a line, right? Y- you can, in some situations, scare kids and get away with it. But this video was like, it was harsh. Because, like, clearly these kids are terrified. And you just see these workers, they're not like, oh, it's just me. They're not doing that. Not right away. They take their time. There's, like, people standing out just, like, busting up laughing. Just, like, absolutely loving it. I mean, I have a problem with parents that post videos of their kids crying. Like, there was a long time ago, when I first started this show, Swipe Up, one of the first videos was from the account Kids Getting Hurt. Right? Funny. It's funny to watch kids getting hurt. They're rubber people. They bounce back. They heal fast. Whatever. But one of them was this kid, this small kid, like probably three years old at an amusement park by one of those like log flume rides that are on the bridge where the, the splash zone is. And the kid's like watching this thing all happy and then it, the thing comes by, splashes them, and the kid cries. Video's got millions of views, right? They're on Ellen. Oh, they, they get popular off of the fact that their kid had uh, something bad happen to them and they're crying. Like I got a problem with that. I got a problem with, like, parents that use their kids' 
sadness as a way to as content for their social media page right like that's imagine the most embarrassing thing my generation had to deal with was your parents bringing out the photo album and showing you pictures when you looked like a a a goofball that was the most embarrassing thing now it's like that kid is going to grow up and millions of people have laughed at them crying and then we have this which is like just the many levels over that so yeah child abuse for sure you're scaring the fuck out of these kids you're like like these kids potentially could have lifelong trauma because of this because of their joke they were entertaining themselves don't get me wrong it is kind of funny to scare kids but there's a line right that lifelong trauma line that's in the sand is super easy to cross when you're having fun scaring kids scaring anybody's fun but there's like an age where like like it's it's fun to scare you know older kids and adults because they should know monsters don't exist but when you're young enough they saw monsters almost attack them right that's like if you're an adult and you see a real life mountain lion just burst or a bear burst into your home right that terrified reaction you would have to a real life predator like intimidating you and and like pushing you back and almost attacking you that fear you have as an adult with that predator is probably very similar to the fear the exact fear and emotions going through those kids heads when they see this daycare person so i'm glad they got in trouble who knows what will actually happen but you know it's good it's always good to see repercussions for people doing bad things because that doesn't always happen especially certain people you know if you wear the right uniform you could literally get away with murder in this country let's take a little break from the show to promote gift certificates if you want to purchase artwork for somebody you have an art lover in your life and you think they would like my art but you don't know what painting to get them i have over 2,000 original pieces of art for sale in my store along with shirts and prints and other things so i can understand that being a bit daunting if you're trying to buy something for somebody else give them the gift certificate and then they can go to my website inspiredisorder.com and they can buy whatever paintings they want they can buy whatever prints they want they can buy t-shirts they can buy hats they can buy all the different merch gift certificates which are available currently at inspiredisorder.com and now let's get back to the show let's move on speaking of which Let's move on. The last story. George Floyd's family is suing Kanye for a quarter million dollars. Not a quarter million. Quarter billion dollars. $250 million. The baby mama of George Floyd is suing Kanye for, I mean, one of many insane things Kanye West has been saying recently. Uh, Kanye went on a show, Drink Champs, where he was 
spewing the white supremacist view of the George Floyd murder as the cop didn't actually kill him. The cop wasn't on his neck, right? Joe Rogan had people similarly trying to defend the murderer police officer that killed George Floyd. Uh, you know, people trying to justify the murder of somebody and the fact that he he had $20, counterfeit $20. Uh, Kanye's conspiracy theory is that F George Floyd died from fentanyl, right? Because that's the that's one of the many boogeymen for conservatives is this this fentanyl, right? Which has been used in medicine for a long time, but police officers are making claims that it's it's causing them to almost die. Uh, I mean, clearly it has been mixed in certain things and people have overdosed on fentanyl. I mean, it is a drug that is potentially you are potential you have a potential to overdose on it. Right. It's not a, it's not weed. Right. Fentanyl is unlike weed where it's impossible to die from consuming too much weed. You can die from ingesting too much fentanyl, but they use it as a boogie like the hand people handing it out as, for Halloween candy as if drugs are cheap and people want to kill children in that way like there's there are chemicals underneath most people's kitchen sink that are just as effective as fentanyl i'm sure i don't know specifically but i'm sure there's way cheaper ways to kill kids than giving away black market drugs it's stupid it's just like the razor blades and apples thing it's just a way for them to scare people in order to pass laws and to criminalize people that they want to criminalize, put them in jail. Uh, but, yeah, I mean, Kanye, insane person, has been for a while. My point is that Kanye has gone off, gone off the uh, deep end, not only with this, his his attack of jewish people his like promotion of white supremacy with the white lives matter stuff like he is doing all of the things there was a post today as i record this the sunday before this gets released of people in la on the 405 one of the bridges one of the overpasses of the 405 all these nazis hanging signs doing the the heil hitler saying Kanye was right about the Jews, right? He, like, peop Nazis love Kanye now. White supremacists love Kanye. Christian nationalists have loved him since he went to Jesus a few years ago and started using that in a way to sell his music, right? And now he's just kind of further going into that, you know, Christianity is, is very much white supremacy, Right? If you worship a white Jesus, congratulations. He wasn't white. You are worshiping the whitewashed version of a god that may or may not have even existed. <laughs> right? So, who knows if this will ha go through. I have no problem with it. I hope they, I hope they win a victory. Like the, the victim's parents of Sandy Hook won their victory against Alex Jones, right? People that are going to make up bullshit in order to disparage dead people who suffered a tragedy 
whether it's kids being slaughtered in school or George Floyd being murdered in public by a police officer while other cops just stood by doing nothing over potentially a counterfeit $20 bill, right? There's no justification for that, that activity. And people like Kanye West and the Fox News crew and all the right-wing talking heads that exist that spew all the Rogan people that spew Alex Jones that spew this bullshit these lies in order to disparage people who suffered a tragedy like you want to talk about how disgusting of a human you are Kanye is an example of that Kanye is an example of how disgusting humans can be Alex Jones is an example of how disgusting humans can be to disparage people who suffered massive tragedy the loss of life of a loved one unnecessarily because people who were put in a position of power decided to abuse that power and end a life or to not stop a life you know anyway kanye is a horrible person anybody that tries to make an excuse why it's still okay to support kanye is just trying to validate the fact that they support white supremacy Right. I can't. There's no excuses anymore. It's done. He's done too much. It's completely done. He is completely insane. Everybody in his corner, all the people around him are at fault for not getting him help are at fault for just being yes men and allowing him to dig this hole. Kanye's a piece of shit. I hope she wins. I hope she wins the lawsuit. Uh, but let's do some shout outs and get out of here, shall we? Shout out to uh, Pubity. Shout out L.A. Five news shout out abc news and shout out hip-hop ties but most importantly shout out to you new episodes of the ray taylor show come out every single day subscribe on youtube and everywhere our podcasts are found binge the full week over at inspireddisorder.com slash plus buy ray taylor show merch over at inspireddisorder.com and follow the show on instagram at ray taylor show have a wonderful day everybody peace Ouch! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.